Well, it's Tuesday, and that means we're back at the table, and it's so good to uh, join you here at Table Talk this week, a very special edition of Table Talk with a very special guest. Uh, we are very honored to have Bezali Varghese uh, here in from India mm-hmm. with us, so welcome, Bezali. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was, it's been a real pleasure to meet uh, you, uh, your wife, Rija, mm-hmm. and your daughter, Leanne. Right. Is that right? Yeah, beautiful family. And um, before we get into the conversation this week on Luke chapter 14, mm-hmm. um, just uh, remind us again, you you do you work with Bible translation, right? Uh, much like someone we might be uh, familiar with, Wycliffe right. translators, mm-hmm. right. but an international Bible translation society. Um, how how many languages um, are you working with right now? What is the process maybe of uh, mm-hmm. working through uh, translation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We are honored to be here uh, this week with River Rocks Community Church, and uh, thank you so much for having us here. Um, uh, In India, we work with Bible Translation Organization, uh, and uh, in India we have got around 550 languages, out of which 81 languages has got the full Bible, the full Bible which we are using. 81 out of 550 have a Bible. Right. So 400 plus. Yeah. Okay. We don't wow. have Bible, full Bible in, in, full in Bible. those languages. So, so that's the general statistics. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the National Bible Translation Organization we work with uh, are involved in 55 translations, wow. 55 languages across country. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, 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 a, it's a joy to be part of that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we would like to see God's Word translated accurately as possible. Yeah. So we have six different processes to make sure that God's Word is translated accurately, naturally, yeah. and also clearly. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say, are you um, familiar enough with maybe the English translations, mm-hmm. uh, the various from the uh, maybe NASB through the ESV, NIV, right. down to the Living Translation? Uh, do, 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 the, do most Indian translations tend to um, lay, land at a certain position on that spectrum of dynamic versus paraphrase? Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. Is there a comparable yep. translation? So, so, we do Bible translation to communities which are unreached, unreached people group, okay. where our, our focus is giving God the essence of God's message. Okay. So there we would we, we don't translate from one of the English translation, but okay. our, our focus is communicate gospel as much as possible right. in, clear, in a clear language. Okay. So we tend to more of uh, go with the meaning-based way of translating okay. things. More yeah. dynamic. More dynamic, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But keeping the entire, uh, the literal meanings as sure. much as possible, mm-hmm. we can translate into that of language. the gospel truth. All right. Oh, beautiful. Right. Thank you so much. Uh, mm-hmm. What a, a fulfilling work it has to be yes. mm-hmm. for someone to open yeah. up mm-hmm. Scripture for the first time and read in their language. Yeah. 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 Well, again, welcome to the table. Thank, Thank you. you so much for that work. And um, again, welcome back, Pastor Bay. Great to be back. Yeah. Great to be here. Good to have you this week. And uh, we are going to uh, just spend a few minutes mm-hmm. looking at uh, parts of the passage, David, that you taught on mm-hmm. Sunday, and that is part of our part three, unit six in the certainty guide uh, for all of our small groups. And uh, we refer to it as table manners, (laughs) I think is the the title that we talk about in small group. But as we begin, Bessely, would you do us the honor of reading chapter 7, I mean, chapter 14, verses 7 through 11? Okay. 
I'll read it from NLT. Okay. Um, when Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head of the table, he gave them this advice. When you are invited to the wedding feast, don't sit in the seat of honor. Mm. What if someone who is more distinguished than you has also been invited? The host will come and say, give this person your seat. Then, you're, then you will be embarrassed and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Mm. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all the guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you, yeah. Basile. And what a beautiful parable, mm-hmm. I believe, a beautiful teaching. Uh, and I couldn't help but wonder, David, uh, and really, Basile, I'll direct this question to you. Mm-hmm. You gave the, um, the example yesterday, the analogy of maybe someone showing up at the head table at a wedding, right, uh, right. sitting next to the bride when really they should have been in the back of the room. They, they were lucky to be yeah. in the door. Uh, and just how awkward that was and how shameful that person might feel being told. Does that resonate, Bezali, with uh, perhaps an Indian culture, a mm-hmm. uh, wedding feast? Mm-hmm. Uh, how might that translate? Uh, um, generally in India, uh, the wedding, has, especially the community we work in uh, in, in India, the, the wedding happens for uh, j- not just for a couple of hours. It happens for a week, actually. Okay. It's an event of one week. One so, week. Wow. <laughs> so people comes there, uh, come there with invitation. So there is a proper order in which they can, they need to be uh, like um, served, and um, yeah, it 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 can it, it resonates with what is the, what is written in the scripture, and also the community which we work is uh, different uh, cultures are uh, mm. uh, closer to the the the, the ancient. Uh, um, ancient Near East culture. Okay. Yeah. That's what, you know, as you described that, that uh, I think that would probably be the case really on this entire passage right. is that Jesus is speaking into a context that might be more closely related to what you're familiar with True. now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the social status ranking mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that would have been present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, we see that. And David, I think, um, you know, as, as I was walking through this with a group last night, we have a real tendency to not see ourselves as being that person who would do that, but we notice right. everyone else who does. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, how how can we check ourselves on that? How how might we be uh, without literally going to a banquet or a table? How might we be displaying the sort of uh, exalting of ourselves when we should be more humble? What do you think about that? That's uh, a great question. I think it's the whole idea of self-promoting. Mm. And, you know, we deal with that in life. We deal with that in our jobs, in business, in every realm. I think of the verse in Proverbs 27 that says, let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger, not yourself. So it's it's speaking against praising yourself, promoting yourself, putting yourself forward. And um, so I think, you know, the principle here can be applied to any type of arrogance. Okay. And so how do we deal with that? I think it starts with humility before the Lord so that the Holy Spirit shows us Mm -hmm. when we're being arrogant, when we're asserting ourselves over someone else. 
Yeah. When we're lacking in humility. And right. I think it starts with humility before him and then humility before others follows. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we have that model of humility in Christ, I believe, mm-hmm. too, right? That's yes. one of the key, uh, I would say, the more central of attributes that Jesus displays yes. and he teaches throughout his life and ministry is that of humility. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Humility among those uh, people groups, unreached people groups that you are translating for. Um, do you find uh, within those unreached people groups that there is less of that social status sort of thing and that may, they may actually represent many of the humble that are before the Lord? Or is it, it really all people, all places are the same? Uh, I, I, I think this is an inborn and sinful nature. Yes. Um, so I can see, like, I can think about every village settlement, talk highly about their village and uh, things there, yes. and uh, the whole region would talk about highly about their thing. So I I feel yes. it's more of a, uh, the general sinful nature to, like, talk highly about ourselves. Yeah. Yes, we, uh, we tend to think very highly of ourselves since the fall. Uh, I think that aspect of pride, which is the right. opposite of humility Mm. um it's hard to uh yeah if if, and that's why i think also as i was thinking about this is all the attributes that jesus would have us be in him to be more christ-like uh as paul would talk about uh, that we should have and we should display it seems like if we begin with humility that we can be more compassionate we can be more kind we can be more forgiving Mm -hmm. we can be more loving yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and sometimes we can be kind but uh, we may not be humble. Uh, we may be proud of our kindness, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. or, or proud of right. our compassion. But yeah. it seems like if we'll just really get humility down, mm. these other things will come. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Ryan. And maybe that's the emphasis here. Uh, other places of emphasis of humility um, that we can think of scripturally? Washing the feet of his yes. disciples. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a servant's task. I think they were somewhat shocked that Christ would do that. Yes. Mm. Literal acts, uh, acts of humility, right? That, um, yeah. Even Jesus speaking to the woman at the well. How is it that you, a Jew, yeah. speak to a Samaritan woman? Yeah. But just the way he treated people. With, yeah. Hmm. Uh, maybe captured in the he came to serve, not to be served. Right. Yeah. right? And, and yeah. we are to do it likewise. And um, I, I use a phrase, and I was challenged on this last night uh, because, I, in fact, it's one of our questions. And uh, the question also says that, you know, this, this can be a harmful way to, if it goes too far. But my fr- I've always thought, can I enter a room and be the least important person in that room? Is that okay with me? And I think we should be able to do that. I think we should be able to do Now, that's not always self-deprecating. That's not decreasing our value or marginalizing who we are, uh, still being confident, still having our identity in Christ. But uh, am I willing to be the least important person in every room? Mm. And that might be a good place to start. That's, that's good, yeah. As, a, that's, as an application. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's something to think about. Hmm. Oh, that's a great... Hmm. Any, other, any other thoughts on this? And we'll move on to the other. That's great. Uh, yeah, I think... Okay, yeah, fantastic. Mm. Great. David, would you read uh, verses 12 through 14 there? Sure. Luke 14. This is Jesus speaking. <clears throat> he said also to the man who had invited him, when you give a dinner, 
or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the Mm -hmm. just." Yeah, here's another one that I think when we think about ourselves, and, and I've seen, you know, well, do, do you do something in order that you would be repaid? And our instinct is probably, no, no, we don't. But are there times when we say, look, I've had David and Beth over to our house four times, and they've never asked me over to their house. <laughs> By now, it's their time, right? It's There's little things that we do, but um, what else are we seeing here? That What is, what is Jesus, what is he is he getting at here other than just... Who hosts who? And well, I expect pride enters into it. Pride and social standing, it's a continuation, and who you want to have over that might invite you back to elevate your yeah. your standing. Yeah, yeah, more on a Bible translation and scripture uh, giving framework. Like uh, people would like to translate multiple versions into languages where uh, the, which is financially vi- viable, oh. but communities yes. where. Uh, you don't even able to uh, get the printed cost back. Yes. Those communities mm. which are marginalized and uh, oh. sidelined. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I guess that's, you know, that's probably at the heart of a lot of, of mission activity. Yes. Too, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can be someone who's going to be, to be an outreach into an area for which we will live a comfortable life mm-hmm. or, or one where there is no possibility of right. any sort of comfort or repayment, but Bible translating for sure. That that must be a difficult decision yeah. though sometimes right, too. To, right, 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 um, right. You don't get the ROI, the return on investment, yes. may not be quite uh, 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 tangible here on earth. <coughs> yeah, yeah. And there's an element, I guess, of um, is it James that talks about favoritism. Yeah, and not showing yeah. favoritism in this right. as well. And uh, again, in context, um, who he was speaking to and those who would hear certainly knew exactly what he yes. meant. Mm-hmm. Yes. There was probably a tendency to to yeah. only invite those who either could repay you mm-hmm. or for whose association mm-hmm. uh, puffed you up some yeah. or, or gave you credibility, I guess, right? Mm. Um, I think there's an element in here, too, of, um, you know, don't let your left hand see what your right hand does. Right. Uh, right. And that's all back to humility. Yeah. Um, can we be humble in our service and our in our our giving and our hospitality and, and all those things um, and, and not have to make it uh, something that is right. promoted mm. or that we are known for. Mm. Um, and that's the struggle sometimes. Uh, Besley, I don't know if um, how this might translate to, to your work or David, what you think when we think about international missions or local missions. Um, I struggle sometimes with, well, in the age of social media, and the age of hashtag look at me, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, when we we may be on a mission trip, and it seems like every twenty minutes we get a picture back of us on that mission trip, uh-huh. and there seems like there's some sort of you know uh, proud moment in that. And is, what what's the balance between promoting the work you are doing for education and and for prayer and for support? And um, promoting yourself in the work that you're doing, how do we how do we know that, or w- what are some things we think about that? Um, I I think um, like 
for many reasons uh, uh, our presence in social media are quite less but at the same time i i think for sharing the information to challenging people to pass on information who who do not have a privilege of a mission with mission and yes. field visit that is quite important but again yeah. intentions matter it's the heart yeah heart it's yeah. always the heart yeah. that's right yeah. yeah yeah that's a good word thank mm-hmm. you basically david do you do you struggle sometimes with you know how to promote something yeah. that river oaks yeah. maybe was involved in and yes yes um, there's always a tendency um to to promote ourselves the church you know yeah. things that are good for the church but i think especially said our intention the willingness to examine ourselves examine our intentions is yes. key yeah and to assess our motives right that way right yeah uh, the, the motive of the heart that if it was approaching with humility again it's yeah. uh, it's all coming back to that and uh, you know like much of scripture like much of the instruction that jesus has for us uh, it's very very simple It's just not very easy. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what yeah. we say. If if we'll start from the point that it really is simple, and yeah. then, uh, uh, but it's not easy, and we just have to continue to pursue yeah. it. Um, well, uh, the last passage uh, that we were looking at in this passage, and David, I'm not going to read all of it, but it was verses fifteen uh, through twenty four, right? And uh, just sort of. walking through this this is where the man gave uh, a banquet and he had invited many people and i think as custom and basically as you had mentioned uh, the custom of your country the invitations would have gone out well in advance right right it would have been a very important date mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there would have been very few things for which you would say no mm-hmm. right and so he processes the invitations he gets them out the assumption that everyone's coming and then the, the day before the day of he starts to hear these excuses back uh which are not truly legitimate excuses yeah particularly in in sight of how important this invitation was right and so he says because of that i'm going to send more invitations out to different people um and then he says go and look for all of them right everywhere along the highways and along everywhere and invite them in um uh, because i tell you none of the men who were invited uh initially shall come to my banquet uh, theologically speaking Is this a message about uh Jews and Gentiles or is this a message about those who hear the word and reject it um but yet to continue pursuing being persistent in spreading the word how what is, what is ultimately do we see here any thoughts Well I do think it it uh, has application to Israel and the okay. spread of the gospel the people Jesus was sitting with at that time were mm-hmm. Pharisees and lawyers leaders okay. of the Jews Okay and the question that prompted the parable was or the response um blessed is everyone who eats bread in the kingdom of god and yes. jesus goes into this so he's talking i think about entry into the kingdom of okay. god okay okay um at least that's the right. way i have understood it and um many of these uh, who were jews to whom the gospel goes first to whom jesus goes right. they're rejecting him already and ultimately the gospel would go go to others not all of course his own disciples of mm-hmm. course many That's Jews right. following him but i think there's some app- application there yes um and then the missions application mm-hmm. to the other oh, uttermost sure. parts of the world yeah, yeah. yeah. It, mm-hmm. highways and hedges take the gospel right. everywhere to everybody hmm. at least that's the way i've thought of it yeah hmm. 
Basil, any thoughts to that? Yeah, I, I always think that this is something that uh, like uh, the non-Jews like all of us are invited to. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to the actual mission uh, experience, uh, when it if you look at uh, from the people, those who are invited, right. they feel really um, insignificant uh, mm. to be invited for for me being part of God's kingdom yeah. i feel insignificant mm. so when i come to god's presence that's the thinking that i come from that okay. was a thought which i was just thinking. oh that's mm. yeah, that's wonderful yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's an encouraging message and and david i think you're right too there there's not a uh, total exclusion because we go back to Chapter 13, that last verse in 30, that one passage there, uh, behold, some who are last will be first, mm-hmm. and some who are first right, will be right, last. Right, uh, right. So not total, right. uh, but uh, it certainly does seem that Jesus has in mind through these teachings that, um, you know, and then he cried over Ju- Jerusalem, he wept mm-hmm. over Jerusalem, just, you know, I, I wanted to take you in like a hen, yeah. uh, chicks. And so there is this sort of uh, transition here where he's talking about, yeah. um, I, I really wish... All, all of our people would, would know me and know mm. the Lord. Mm. Um, but uh, I also am encouraged to send it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send, mm-hmm. send out the message. Have, have the word translated. Uh, spread yeah. spread the, the good news mm-hmm. and share that. And so what an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we conclude each of our table talks with just a, a final sprint. Okay. I should have told you this beforehand, Basilea. I'm sorry. <laughs> In our, I'll let David go first on the final sprint. It's just uh, just a quick um, one sentence. If uh, you you were going to tell someone why what you saw in this passage or what it would why why they should read it, what do they what is what do we need to know about this passage in that final sprint, David? Call to humility. Humility. I think that kind of yeah. is an overarching. Okay. Yeah. Idea. Good. I think the the title itself, Five Things God Values. I want to value what God values. Yes. I think that's the title itself is quite um, encouraging and uh, like convicting. Mm. I want to be part of whatever God values. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. And and I would just say that it strikes with me, uh, if, if you want to see the priority that God places um, on those who exalt themselves or those who are humble in this upside-down uh, kingdom reversal that we live in, it's the humble that He will exalt, mm-hmm. and uh, ultimately for eternity. Yeah. And so this is a great passage to see that. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother, Thank for joining you, us at the table, and uh, many blessings. You. It's my privilege. It's my privilege to be here oh, and be likewise. part of this table talk. Well, thank you. And David, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Thank, thank you. you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next week at Table Talk, where we're going to take a look at a pretend house. Hmm. Blessings, friends. <laughs>